right, lead heads, welcome back to the Nordic Component Talking Lead Podcast. This is episode 167, I believe. We took a week off, so uh, I'm kind of behind on where we're at. We are going to get caught up. The reason we took last week off was uh, I had a show all ready for you guys. You know that I was talking about going up to the uh, Rock Castle event that the Night Stalkers Association was having. And it was kind of a fundraiser for, for that association and the uh, 160th out of uh, Fort Campbell up there. Ran into a little uh, administrative, I guess, hiccup, and we got to get some things approved before I can release that show. But it is coming. It was a great show, a great event. And I've got videos of that coming, too, once those get approved. Uh, and then, of course, the show. And uh, then we kind of ran into another hiccup. You guys knew that the VFOB, Veterans Family of Brands, had a grand opening with Axelson Tactical uh, in Nevada. And uh, we were trying like the Dickens to get up to that, but just couldn't, couldn't make it to Nevada. Uh, but our sponsors, Frontier Tactical... Uh, Nathan Love, you guys heard him on the show before, was actually up there, and uh, he was going to try to set up some interviews, but they were just so busy, uh, we weren't able to do that either. But we're going to get those guys on and get an update on how the uh, the big Axelson Tactical and the uh, v- VFOB Pro Shop opening went uh, this past uh, couple of weeks. So, big show this week. We finally got these guys to do the show with us <laughs> and it's it's our sponsors x steel targets x steel targets and we've got bud and is it lori yes lori lori uh with x steel targets welcome in guys thank you thank you glad to have you on uh it's been a long time coming the lead heads have heard uh, casey and i talk about the x steel targets there's no reason you need to be shooting paper anymore when you've got affordable AR-500 steel targets that uh, you guys are cranking out, and it sounds like uh, you're getting more business you can handle right now. Getting a lot of business, that's for sure. That's great. <laughs> Seven days a week. <laughs> Seven days a week. No rest for the wicked, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, so tell us a little bit about X Steel Targets. How did you guys? How did you guys get started? What got you into the target business? I've got a, a 600 yard range here on my property and you know we, we shot paper but my nephews they uh their, their dad owns a big steel distributorship here and they uh, they cut me a bunch of uh, gophers out of AR200 <laughs> and we shot those up and, and I carried some to the to a gun show and and they sold I mean I couldn't believe they sold that easy and fast yeah so then we started getting into the AR500 we, tr- we tried to scrap at first and you couldn't get enough scrap because there was no scrap, you know, a lot of people don't cut AR500. Mm-hmm. So that, and then we started buying it by the sheets, and then it just it, it's grown since then. And we've been in the fabrication building. I've worked pipeline construction all over the world and fabricated everything, you know, all kinds of heavy equipment. Yeah, that's so what's just, helped us. Just kind of progressed into that. So you you started off just kind of as a hobby, shooting uh, some AR200 in your backyard. There, gophers. Is that what you said? <laughs> right. Yep. Shooting the gophers, and then uh, you're like, hey. There might be something here, and you got into the AR-500, huh? Yeah. Yep. And we still have them gophers out back. A lot of them look like Swiss cheese, but they're still there. I'll bet. I'll bet. So what's the uh, what's the big difference between the AR-200 and the AR-500? There's a world of difference. Uh, that AR-200, it's a little more pliable, and and it's uh, bendable to a certain extent. That AR-500, it's uh, it's it's real hard. It's it's not bendable, and and, and it takes a little different procedure to weld it, which we don't weld on any of our stuff, mm-hmm. any of our AR five hundred. Talk about that a little bit. What the process of the AR five hundred steel? What goes into that? It's the uh, mostly the uh, chemical buildup, and it's and and not all steel companies have the same um, composure recipe, so, so to speak. Recipe, yeah. <laughs> Some's better than others, and we, you know, we've found that out. And we and and we don't we don't use some, you know. We we look more towards like Hardox and SSAB, which Hardox owns them. Mm-hmm. And is that a, a steel manufacturer, Hardox? Yep. Yes. Gotcha. And uh, you guys are out of Minnesota. You're up there in uh, Nordic Components neck of the woods. Yep. Yeah, we're just south of them a little ways, about sixty miles. Yeah, you guys uh, took part in that Sturgis um, event recently, right? Yes, yeah, so I, I, I ran up there to Waconia, 
and dropped off, I think, four plate wrecks, two Texas stars, and I think a dozen pepper poppers, and then some, uh, I got to call them mini X poppers. Mini X poppers? (laughs) (laughs) So this past weekend, I had an opportunity to go shoot with Casey uh, and our buddy Andrew with Kalashnikov USA. And uh, we had a variety of the X-Steel targets uh, that we're, uh, we're plinking away on. And uh, Casey broke out the Texas Star. And I tell you what, man, that is a fun target to shoot. I had a rough time with it, but uh, you're telling me that I was doing it wrong. But <laughs> I, think Casey, I think Casey told me to do it wrong on purpose so that he could beat me is what it was. <laughs> Yeah, don't don't take the top first. You got to take the something below below center on half. Yeah, that way it'll, it'll put it in movement. I know yeah. that thing took off like a lightning bolt, man. Once you shoot that first target, it just starts spinning around. But yeah, uh, that's we've got it'll, our, it'll clean your clip. Yeah, we've got our video posted of uh, on YouTube and on Facebook. If you guys haven't seen it yet, uh, just a little fun day that we had out uh, with the guys shooting some. AR-500 steel targets from X-Steel Targets. I'm going to do a series of those videos. The first one's with the Texas Star, uh, where we're just kind of doing some pistol shooting. Um, we took a Sega 12-gauge and uh, hit that with some of the uh, the targets. And then we did some long-range rifle shooting also. So I'll probably have you know two or three series of videos of those that I'm going to be releasing. So keep an eye on uh, social media and our uh, YouTube channel. Check that out. So I think I hear the jack wagon train rolling in. Gunny, bring that train in. Hoorah, Semper do or die, hold them high at 8th and I. It is time for the talking lead jack wagon of the week, so brace yourself, baby. All right, so the train has stationed, and we are ready to throw some people on the jack wagon train. And I don't know that we've talked about this one yet or not, but we're going to go ahead and we may have briefly touched on it in one of the episodes, a couple episodes back. But recently, Obama has targeted our gunsmiths. And did you want to take this jack wagon, Bud? Yeah, that'd be fine. Okay, so I'm going to I'm going to turn this over to to Bud and let him throw this jack wagon on the train. They imposed an act July 22nd where just gunsmithing as far as, far as um, doing any kind of enhancements to any firearm, if it takes any cutting, milling, machining, lathing, we, we've now, or, you know, gunsmiths have to sign up with, uh, with ITAR. Plus there, let, let me, uh, I'll, I'll, uh, there's other initials and stuff that come into play there. Yeah. Toward, you know, but yeah. it's all, I, ITAR gets in, even into, um, space wars do you know they they're into satellites oh really mostly yeah okay there's the aeca there's the ita uh itar um yeah it's itar and and you know they're over there they they usually watch the they're over the restrictions on weapons being transferred out of the united states yeah it's the international traffic in arms regulations that's what itar is yep and they uh they're over a lot of different countries too Mm-hmm. Other except England and well, just anywhere's, and I really don't understand. But e- even why why would they be into our business? You know, as they get into all the even if you uh, say drilled and tapped a, a receiver for a base for a scope, that mm-hmm. that falls underneath that ITAR. That falls underneath nope. their. Um, so what it is is there's a reinterpretation of the existing regulations, uh, which lowers the bar for what constitutes manufacturing of firearms. And it's going to require that any gunsmith who performs any service more involved in simply cleaning or replacing old parts with functionally identical new parts register as a firearm manufacturer. And can you believe that? That's ridiculous. And they've got to pay a $2,250 annual registration fee. I mean, these the smaller companies, like you say, I mean, this is going to kill a lot of people that, that do this. Like you said, just mount scopes for people. For God's sake. I mean, right. how is that manufacturing? <laughs> or even suppressors. You know, the way suppressors, even even hunting rifles, you know, that, that's that's how I got into guns is through through hunting. And, you know, it, it's taken off since then. But anyways, I, I've put on several breaks here mm-hmm. since uh, I, I've got a mill and a lathe and, and looking to get a surface grinder. But that, uh, you know, that's what I was going to do for my retirement is gunsmithing. But yeah. that, that, how, how can you at $2,200 – 
or $2,250 a year, right. you, you got to mark it up pretty good. You know, we already have our SOT at $500 a year plus our FFL, you know, but right. that, that's well, nothing. Not only that, but all the other things that go along with being a firearms manufacturer now, being considered a firearms manufacturer, there's all kinds of other laws and rules and regulations that are going to be coming into play. So let's see. Here's a here's an article that I found, uh, citizenaction.com. It says, here's what is really happening and how it will negatively impact gunsmith and gun owners. Licensing of firearms businesses was instituted under the Gun Control Act of 1968. Prior to that, there were no licensing requirements for firearm dealers or gunsmiths. After World War II, during the Cold War, various nations got together and began implementing structured agreements regarding the export of military hardware and technology that might serve to escalate conflict or support international terrorism. Like gun control laws in the U.S., the stated rationale for the agreements was to keep weapons of war out of the hands of dangerous people. In this case, revolutionary groups, tyrannical dictators, Obama, or governments engaged in uh, territorial disputes. This effort accumulated in the Arms Export Control Act of 1976, or the AECA, and is accompanying regulations the this is the uh, International Traffic in Arms Regulations, or the ITAR, which you were talking about earlier, which all fall under the purview of the State Department, which we know who used to run that, Hillary Clinton, uh, which is now headed by the f uh, famous war protester John Kerry. Uh, see, when most people think of military arms control, they think of nuclear missiles, fighter jets, tanks, and artillery, but the AECA and ITAR reach far beyond bombs and cannons. Almost anything that can be construed to be related to military activities or weaponry can be regulated under ITAR, including small arms, communications equipments, and technical information on any relevant subject such as encryption technology. Uh, encryption technology. This broad and growing definition of arms has generated confusion and frustration in a wide variety of areas. Since 1999, there have been a controversy raging over the State Department's use of the AECA to assume control over U.S. satellite technology. You were talking about that earlier. Academics uh, and the satellite industry argue that ITAR restrictions have seriously damaged the U.S. commercial satellite business and is harming academic advancement in a variety of fields by restricting who can participate in development or even discussion of various technology projects. So I don't see how that impacts the gunsmith and gun owners, all that stuff I just read. But, uh, I mean, obviously, they're, they're getting into, our, into the smaller guy's pockets now is, is what it's basically boiling down to. And they're trying to uh, frustrate and, I guess, you know, get the people out of the business. Like, well, if I got to do that, there's no sense in me doing it now. So it's it's running a lot of people away, scaring them away from the gunsmithing business, which is ridiculous. Yeah, a lot of the older people, you know, they're not not really older. You know, they they just don't want to. They don't want the battle no more. Yeah, they're just it, they're just giving up. Yeah, they're like if I got to do that, I just quit. Instead of raising a stink about it, and saying this isn't right, what you're doing is wrong. You need to quit. <laughs> you need to quit interpreting uh, definitions for yourself, like arms manufacturing. You know, they just, they keep, it seems like they keep redefining these words to suit their own agendas. And who gets hurt? You know, like the guy that's helping me out, and he's a pretty good gunsmith. He builds guns, and, and he, uh, he's not, he's not going to build any more rifles no more. You know, he builds precision rifles. Yeah. And he might build a half a dozen a year. Well, if you got to buy a license for $2,200, how can you afford to charge your people that kind of money on a half a dozen rifles a year? Yeah, and the stink of it is, I mean, he, this was an executive order. He just did yep. this. You know, he didn't run it through the proper channels, through, you know, our Congress and, and all. He just executive ordered this in like he's been so famous for. So welcome to the jack wagon train again, Obama. It's like he, yeah. he and Hillary have permanent seats, but on the, the jack wagon train. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're reserved, huh? Yeah, yeah, no, they're they're permanently bolted in there, definitely. But I see China; they they didn't roll out the red carpet for them the other day, so they must not care much for them either. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I seen it on Fox News. Everybody else had red carpet, and when he was getting off the plane, he didn't have the red carpet rolled out for they him. They rolled it up. <laughs> He's like, "Oh wait yeah. a minute, let's take that up for him." 
So uh, what you guys can do is uh, obviously you need to let your congressmen, your state representatives, let them know that you don't agree with this. And, uh, you know, that's just how you get things changed. You got you to gotta be heard. There's a capital switchboard that you can call. Uh, it says you can contact your members of Congress by calling cap- the capital switchboard at 202-224-3121. So for what that's worth, you, there's a number that you guys can call and let them know that this is preposterous. Because what's next, right? Well, that's what, the, what's they're always looking for an angle. They're looking for something. You know, how can they stymie, you know, our, our 2A, our Second Amendment rights? And this, this is going to go a long way in doing that. You know, and then and just like when Hillary had her uh, interview there the other day with Fox, you know, first thing she's going to go after is them high-capacity magazines. You know, what's high-capacity? <laughs> to them, it's I think, uh, more than zero. <laughs> yeah. You know, well, that's like high-capacity. You know, they, they even held their police officers for a short time down to seven rounds. How stupid is that? I mean, why would you limit Why would you limit the people that, that are protecting everybody? <laughs> why limit them? Yeah, yeah the, the people that's not abiding by the law is going to have them 30-round mags or 110 or Exactly. You're just 90. crippling you're, you're crippling your police by doing that. And then that, uh, the Detroit chief of police said his crime rate's going down because more people are carrying guns. Yeah, yeah that's, that's a proven fact. If yeah. you look at the statistics that you know, since gun ownership has risen over the past, jeez, uh, I don't know how many years, um, crime rates have dropped. And, and if you don't think that that's a direct correlation, then, you know, you're living under a rock. You're living in la-la land. It's, you know, it's a fantasy. The fact but that, I mean, that criminals understand the fact that more people are armed uh, definitely impacts their decision on, you know, what kind of crimes they commit, where they're going to commit them. So if they've got fewer choices of, of people that are going to be opposing them, then that's going to cut the crime rate down, obviously. Because that's what criminals are cowards. You know, they look for easy targets, soft targets. You know, herd, weeding out the wounded gazelle from the herd, you know. Yeah, they, uh, like, county, like Cook County or, or L.A. County, or the, probably for the better part of those places in the east where they have the, the serious gun restrictions that's where that's where you have your serious attacks yeah the gun-free zones you yeah know, that's that's where they go that's what they go after because they're not going to get the opposition there if you're going to carry that's the place to carry or you know you don't want to be caught without one <laughs> uh, no doubt all right so that's our jack wagon uh i was trying i thought i had somebody else but i can't think of who i was going to throw on there if it comes to me i'll i'll throw it in there so get that train out of here, Gunny. Haul him off way far away. We don't want to see him again. Really, Our, especially at first of year, we don't want to see him. <laughs> we don't want to see any of his cronies. Oh my gosh. <laughs> how about I mean, how sad are you gonna be if Hillary wins? Oh I, I tell you what, I went into tears when he won it the second time. I couldn't figure the people of the United States was that stupid. And you know what I hate hearing? I hate hearing people when they say, all right, so here, here's my jack. Here's another jack wagon. All right, bring the train back, Gunny. Hold on. Uh-huh. <laughs> people who say that, you know, Obama has been the best thing for guns. You know, yeah, guns, gun sales have gone up, but look at the price that we're battling against that if he wins, what's going to happen? I'd much rather not have that opposition of having to fight these boneheads day in and day out for our Second Amendment rights, just for the sale of a couple of more guns, you know? That's ridiculous. It's ridiculous that people associate that with more gun sales. I think gun sales would be just fine if people were relaxed and they knew that their Second Amendment rights, their gun ownership rights, weren't in danger, you know, weren't at threat. That's going to promote more technology, you know, because people are going to be kind of hesitant to go in and improve and and bring new technology if they think there's not going to be any way anybody's going to buy their products. So it's stymieing, you know, our, our firearms technology and progression. So those people are on the jack wagon train <laughs> that, <laughs> that feel that Obama has been the best thing to happen to the gun industry. Uh, well, you I, can't I, even get 22 ammunition anymore. Apparently. For the most part, it's hard to come by the availability. Well, I mean, that's the thing. Every time they, they come out with some sort of a gun scare, then you get these boneheads that do panic buying. And they go and they just start buying everything 
that they think is going to get banned thinking that they're going to make a buck. And that's the people that are buying the stuff. It's, it's the people that are trying to um, take advantage and capitalize on people's fears. So you got people that, are, that, are, that were uh, this last gun scare that we had that were buying firearms that never owned a firearm in their life and, and had no uh, intention of ever going out and shooting and enjoying and practicing their 2A minute right. They were just looking to make a quick buck. That's what you guys, you can't fall into that trap. You know, whenever they go and they have these gun, you know, these, these gun grabbing scares, don't panic. You know, just be calm. And these people that are going and buying all this stuff, let them sit on it. You know, let them lose money because they're going to end up giving it away anyway because they're not going to use it because <laughs> they're just buying it to try to make a buck off you. So don't fall into that trap. All right, I'm, I'm, off my, I'm off my soapbox. <laughs> I'm getting off my soapbox. Nordic Components is an American-owned manufacturing company proud to produce quality products right here in the USA. As a company, we continually invest in our manufacturing capabilities to ensure that all of our products are the highest quality and most efficiently produced parts available. The Nordic Components business consists of two segments, manufacturing and sales. Our manufacturing business works to provide custom machine components for a variety of applications with our specialty being firearm components. The sales business produces lines of branded firearm accessories to enhance and elevate the shooting experience. We are a company owned and operated by individuals devoted to shooting sports, and many of us shoot competitively. We attend and sponsor a number of events around the country each year where we listen to you, the consumer, and are proud to say that all of our firearm components are a direct result of your input. As a firearms accessory provider, our aim is simple. Provide shooting enthusiasts with innovative products of uncompromising performance and reliability. Nordic Components. Check us out at nordiccomp.com. So let's talk about X-Steel targets. And this is, you know, the ways that you can enjoy your Second Amendment rights is going out and shooting AR-500 steel, am I right? You're right. Absolutely. And you guys have it. You guys have just all kinds of targets and you can custom make targets too. Talk about and we have in the past. yeah. Talk about some of your your more your more popular AR targets. What are, what's the ones that most people are buying from you right now? We have a, a reactive Ips. It's got the the cutout in the head and and the, and the cutout in the chest, and it, they they sell pretty good. I mean, you know, for I want to say they're about three hundred dollars, and then and we 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 sell about a half a dozen of them a week. Okay. Is that like Texas. where it, it, it's got the little... T in the head. Okay. And it's got a flapper, so it it's, uh, it flaps open, and, and you shoot it and flap it back shut again. So it's like a silhouette kind of... Right. Okay. It's a Ipsic, full-size Ipsic target. I got you. So you're selling a ton of those right now. Oh, yeah, they're moving pretty good. And our Texas Stars, you know, they, they move real well. Mm-hmm. The 3.8s, and we make one quarter inch for... Uh, which you can shoot it with a center fire pistol... But uh, we built it for 22s. So, you know, if you strike the arm, you'll be able to knock off more than one target with a centerfire pistol on our quarter-inch Texas Stars. But now, that, that one, that one we're shooting, uh, is that a 3 eighths? Yeah, that's a 3 eighths. That's double-springed, and it'll, it'll, a 9-millimeter will take them off. I've had them in competitions. Yeah. Uh, I've even had them in the carbine competitions before. Now, we were shooting that uh, at distance with a 22. We had Nordic Nordic Components uh, 22 AR, and jeez, uh, I guess we were probably 150 somewhere around there, maybe 100. We were shooting it with 22, and it wouldn't <laughs> it wouldn't knock those off with the 22. No, even even if like a couple of times. Yards. What's that? Even if you were within within 40 yards, it wouldn't knock it off. With the 22, yeah. I mean, that was oh. – we were hitting it with uh, – you guys watch the video. We were shooting 9 millimeter and 40 uh, on it, and, I mean, it was knocking them down just fine. Now, can you shoot Can you shoot that with rifle? Yeah. Yeah, I've had them in, in the, the, the 3.8s. Yeah. You know, you shoot with the carbines. Okay, so it's okay to shoot that five, five, with the 5.56. The five, five, yep, 3.08s. Uh, it, matter of fact, we had one on stage 8 up there in Forest Lake, Minnesota – and that Nordic Components three gun match. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you guys, you guys took part in that also. Right, right. We we had stage eight there. We had we had that Ipsic reactive Ipsic uh-huh. was there and uh, on that stage, and so was the uh, uh, we had a Texas Star in our mini X poppers. So talk about was on the, that stage. Talk about your X poppers. What are those? They're a, they're a spring loaded twelve inch tall silhouette target. 
uh, three eighths. They, they, we've had them. Well, we done a Chris Kyle benefit down there in Wasatchee, Texas, mm-hmm. uh, with uh, Jeff Chase, and we had ten of them on his. And he, we, he put those on a on a rifle stage, and they held up pretty good. You know, they they pocked up real well. But that a rifle rifle's gonna pocket steel up at fifty and sixty yards. Mm-hmm. But I, you know, and once you pocket, it, 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 it's a rifle target. Or you can turn around, shoot the smooth side, but you you don't want to engage it with a pistol close range because then then you stand a good chance of getting frags back towards you. I got you. Now, and the divots. Now they've got uh, some frangible ammo that works great on uh, steel targets, and you don't have to worry about the the ricochet. Um, I think we might have talked about that when uh, Casey Betzel was on the show, and uh, we were talking about the frangible ammo that uh, that those guys have. So you guys have, you can pretty much make any kind of like silhouette target that anybody wants. You know, right, right. If somebody wanted a giraffe, yep. you guys could do a giraffe, right? <laughs> yeah, I got a, I got a full-size moose and a full-size elk in my front yard here. Oh, wow. How much does that weigh? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. We never did move it much. <laughs> Once we put it together, it's uh... I got an angle just in case a clown comes by and wants to take a shot at it. At least our house isn't in the background, you know. That's something you got to worry about. Yeah, definitely. But you guys, I mean, you guys have gongs. You've got um, the the trees. You know, you got the the shooting trees. Yeah, we got the dueling trees, and they, they've. I've got a dueling tree here that it's taken over sixty thousand rounds. I've had it in. Uh, well, almonds has a, a big shooters roundup. You know, they they run a bunch of people through there. Mm-hmm. We just we just finished we done that this last week weekend and that was the second time we were there you know and, they, and like I said they they probably dump about twelve thousand rounds on it you know not not this weekend but the weekend the um, a year ago that weekend because it was good weather this weekend we got a little bit of rain yeah but we had Sunday and you know it probably dumped another six thousand rounds on it this last weekend oh wow and then plus it's on my range all the time I've had it in a couple women's shoots and. But it's it's been so it's been hammered up really well. So X Steel targets. Talk about how you guys produce your your targets. What goes into to making a target? It's it's um really the steel that we buy is we we've we've figured out what manufacturers steel holds up better than other manufacturers. We've been in it and, and mm-hmm. we we test our stuff right here on our range and we have other people that um you know uh, one in particular law enforcement agency that dumps a lot of steel mm-hmm. or you know a lot of bullets like twenty five thousand rounds a week on 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 our stuff you know they t- test it out for us um it, we we have our own uh, solid works where we can design our stuff you know we try to get radiuses in all of our sharp corners to keep it from cracking mm-hmm. uh, now you guys try to build use a, a process that that kind of make sure it's better than the, the next guys. Uh, you guys do a laser cut process, right? Right, right. And for the most part, anybody that's in the steel target business, they, they, they better be using a, or they should be using a, a laser because it, that way you lose less integrity on the edges. Then, mm-hmm. you know, it don't, don't take as, you don't take as much heat with a laser to cut it and faster than a plasma. Plasma, you'll get real soft edges and start blowing your edges off I when you shoot it. So that helps the the steel's integrity a little bit better with by doing the laser cut, right? And the cleaner cut too. You know, we we use uh, the place that we use that cuts our steel, which is pretty much family. It's it it's a six thousand watt machine, and they're getting ready to go to a ten thousand watt machine. So that wow, that's faster and it's real precise. I mean, wow. they, they cut holes that we tap with that laser. So that's a powerful laser. <laughs> that's that's like, good, yeah. That's like Star Wars laser kind of kind of stuff, <laughs> it's, man. It's state of the art. I mean, what what they have out there, but they got you know they they handle a lot of steel. You know, they they probably sell two million pounds of steel a day. How long does it take to cut? Let's say a um, what do we got here? A um, what are your animal targets? Let's say a wolf or a coyote. How long? Coyote. Would it, how long would it take to cut one of those? Oh, probably about. Uh, I hear you whispering back there. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, no worries. I'd say about a minute, minute and a half, if that, that long. Quick, huh? Oh yeah, it's fast. So I tell you, you, is it like a computer program that you've got that you put the pattern in and then it just. Right, gotta... right. The company, yeah, we 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 got a DXF it. You know, we we'll give give them, draw it up for them and get everything just right, and then they they take it and map it out on a sheet and hand it to the fellow that's going to cut it out and 
It don't take long at all. And everything's precise. I mean, it's it's whatever you give them, they'll cut it. That's got to be a big machine. It is a big machine. Because you're doing some pretty big targets, too. Right, right. What's the and, biggest uh, target that you guys make? Uh, I don't know what the biggest one we kicked out or, you know, for, uh, but the biggest one we have on hand is probably 18 by 24. Mm-hmm. That's a big target. Yeah. That's, and that's a rectangle, which probably our full size zips are, are bigger than that. We got 48 inch, 48 inch pepper poppers. Mm-hmm. And, and we've made like special orders. We've done, um, uh, 12 by 40, you know, it, it just depends if people want bigger. I mean, that's right. Well, we, long. And then 42-inch gongs. I've shipped 42-inch gongs to New York yeah, in New wow. Mexico. And th- that's out of AR-400, you know, because I, I could get that a little cheaper. Yeah. But, but there's a world of difference between AR-400 and AR-500. Let's talk about that. The different, you know, why you would want a 400 or a 500. Is there anything better than 500? Well, if you start getting any... Harder than 500, then you're going to, I believe you're going to get into cracking. You know, even at, you know, you in 550, you get into 550 and that's, that's going to cost you about twice as much as, Mm -hmm. you know, just, but then, yeah. And then you're going to get harder and it's, you're going to have, you're, you'd have to wash your radius is pretty close in your bolt holes and stuff. You know, if you, if you cut for, uh, for carriage bolts, otherwise, and that's where you're going to crack at. In your head, neck, on your silhouettes. All right. So it becomes so more to... more brittle the harder it brittle. gets. Yeah. Right. Okay. So five hundred right now is kind of the kind of like the sweet spot, right? I feel it is because you know four hundred is what they they make um, armed personnel carriers out of. Mm-hmm. That way, if if you know if you ran over something, you know, you got into an explosion and it wouldn't complement the fragments. 400 will rip versus 500 would shatter. I got you. So it kind of it kind of gives a little bit more and it's a, it's a little more flexible. Is that what it is? So the lower you get, the the more malleable, the softer the metal is. Right. Okay. I got you. Is there is there anything do you guys just do the 500? Is there any targets that you do with a different We we have some that level? are rimfire 2 AR 200. Okay. You know just for 22s. Just shooting and- for 22s. Right. And, you know, a lot of our, you know, on our, on our um, stands and stuff like that, we go to AR-500 because the frags will, will eat that m- yeah. mild steel. Gotcha. You know, we got what they call an easy target that slides together, excuse me, that slides together. And our bases are, are even AR-500 mm-hmm. because it's, it's like a bullet trap because when, when, when a bullet strikes that flat surface, you know, it just digs a hole down. Around, you know, it, it digs a straight line. Yeah. Across there, you know. Now on that uh, that Texas Star is that whole thing AR five hundred. Even the arms, do you make that out of the five hundred also, or is that a different different steel for the arms versus the plates? No, it's all an AR five hundred. It's um the the angle iron in the front is mild steel, mm-hmm. and and the um the uh, the pivot points and the plates are AR five hundred. If if you didn't have if the pivot points weren't uh, AR five hundred, you you'd eat them up. With with your plates, yeah. When they rotated on them, gotcha. you know that it'd be like a file going across it every time you hit it to the other side. Mm-hmm. You know that you see those uh, ones. Uh, let's see, I'll be best. Well, ones ones made in China. They've got a little ramp that goes up and over. You know, and flops to the other side, and it comes straight up. Uh-huh. Well, you know that's that's all mild steel. Okay. You know where they have a piece of you know if if that's a if that target is AR five hundred, it just shaves on it. Yeah, those are gonna it wear keeps out. that sharp edge. Yeah. So we angle ours forward and it's smooth. Did you shoot? Have you shot one of those um, dueling trees yet? I haven't Does shot. Have one? Uh, I don't think he has one. Mm-mm. I don't think he's got the dueling tree. But we shot the. Um, we got the Texas Star. There's some gongs. He's got. Um, he's got. I think he's got a popper. A couple of poppers. I think we got to get him one of those um, double stars, stars down there. Yeah. <laughs> to get them one of those those are tricky yeah, so so let's talk about that you bring that you guys have some new products coming out and uh th- this is one of the double star what is that it's a double star it's it's independent from one another uh the, so the 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 front star it, it's it's they're stacked behind one another but the front star is on the axle and the, and the rear star is on a bushing so that they're independent from one another and they go any direction so However, you knock them off balance is the direction they're going to turn. Okay, so you don't know which way they're going to go. So, like this, this star, it's got five 
um, arms on it. So would this other right. one be in between the gaps on that one? Is how that would be set up? No, it's it'll have two different hubs on the same axle. Mm-hmm. So the other the other hub would be about eight inches behind the front hub. So you know when when you start shooting them off, there there'd be ten targets, mm-hmm. and you know five to each star. Right. So when the, when the front ones, you know, if you hit the front one first, it'll take off spinning, and the back one probably might not even spin yet. Might go a little bit. And then when you start hitting the back one, it'll go whatever direction. Okay. You know, the, the I got you. So it's, it's going to be but, crazy. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. It's independent and from. confusing. Uh, <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. So you might get one of your front targets covering one of your back targets at some point. Right. Uh, but even. It's just going to be like spinning when, all over the place. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. And even if you, you won't get a double hit because that, that, I, I tried that. You know, I, I cleaned it off about five times already. I, I've tested it. And, Took it to one show, and I, I didn't, didn't much care to sell it to anybody because I had to do a little more welding on it. <laughs> now, will but it be? Will the it, back uh, one be the same length as the front one, or will they those arms be shorter? Be the same arms. Be the same length. Okay. Yep. Gotcha. And then we have a new, uh, oh, two thirds zips coming out on a new new frame or a new uh, way to mount it. Also, two by four. it'll be on a two by four. Something I don't. I don't know. I wonder if have we shipped, uh, have we sent Casey a Black Widow stand yet? Uh, and not, he just got, we sent him the other stands. I don't know if he has a Black Widow stand or not. We've got a new modular stand also that, that goes together pretty quick and easy. Matter mm-hmm. of fact, we sold probably a hundred of them this last week. Nice. But it, it yeah, bolts together. You guys together. just had a big sale over Labor Day, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. You got to let me know when you're having sales like that so I can let the leadheads know. I'm not going to let you. <laughs> yeah, for I'm sure. busy. Yeah. <laughs> we haven't caught up yet. <laughs> our actually, our biggest sale will be the Black Friday Cyber Monday. That's there our biggest go, of the year. So. Yes, I, that's what I tell my leadheads is like save your money until <laughs> Black Friday because that's when you're going to get the most bang for your buck is Black yep. Friday. That's awesome. So I do a, yes. a special show during uh, before Black Friday. And make announcements of everybody's deals that are going on. So we'll have to uh, make sure that you guys get me your information on that so we can announce that. Yeah, right, we will. Yeah. You guys are going to be featured in my favorite magazine, or you're you're already in there. Is it this month's edition of Recoil that you're in? Yeah, I don't know, and and I don't know what how intense it's or you know how much exposure we're going to get there. But we were a co-sponsor with Nordic Components on that um, disabled veterans or the charity ride. It was called yeah, where they rode from Hollywood Sturgis, to yeah. Sturgis. And they're going to be doing a write up, I believe, on the whole ride and all the sponsors. For on in um, Recoil. Okay, but you don't know which uh, edition that's going to be yet. No, not for sure. Either I think they said either September, October. Okay. I'm not really for sure though yet. September should already be out. Yeah, I was going to check that out. So, but see, the uh, there was a writer for Recoil. It was a woman. Yep. That rode with him. She was the editor. Editor. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's uh, that's my favorite magazine. I haven't. Checked it out in a while, but uh, I hadn't had much time to read, so I'll have to mm-hmm. check the newsstand and see what uh, if you guys are in it this month. And then Gallery Guns, they they shoot our targets on their show too. Yeah, you were telling me the uh, the Gallery Gun they got a TV show and the, they feature your targets on those. That's cool. Right on Sportsman's Channel. Very cool. They done a real good job on a commercial force, or uh, for them, you know, but for, for us, for them. But you guys were in it. Right, right. It's our stuff, yeah. Nice. So, are there anything anything else new you guys got coming down the the pike that uh, we can talk about? Mm-hmm. No, not really. I don't have. I'm working on stuff all the time. Okay. You know, and it's and, trial and error, and that that's what's good about having my own range. You know, we can. Uh, so, if somebody, if somebody, one of our lead heads has an idea for a very cool target, how can they get in touch with you and uh, and share their idea with you on? They can um, email us um, at bud. Look, bud look at they're already steel. calling you right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Jeepers, that was fast. We're not even live yet, and they're calling you. 
Um, but bud at xsteeltargets.com with any ideas or we do custom orders too. So Okay. And they can just go to your website, I'm sure, and uh, get in touch yep, with you guys there the also. Which is yep. xsteeltargets.com. Yep. Very cool. We come to some kind of agreement to where we can incorporate it. You know, it, it's amazing what it takes off. You never know what's going to take off. Oh, I know. I know it. And I mean, the sky's the limit. Sounds like with uh, what you guys are able to do. So um, I think maybe right. Ka Casey and I may and have a couple ideas for you too. We make a bullet trap, and I've got a fella, a friend of mine. He's a bullet manufacturer, and he tests all of his ammunition from nine millimeter to three hundred eight in it in my bullet trap that I built him. And it, it's modular. It slides. It, it folds together. It all slides together. Oh, that's it's cool. out of three eight AR five hundred. Is that like a portable thing you'd be able to throw in the back of your truck and carry around? Yeah, which um, and what how I built this thing or why I built it was there's a, a restaurant owner in Rochester that's where the Mayo Clinic is that uh, he wanted something to shoot in his basement. He lived in town over there, so you know he kind of gave me a couple ideas and we took took it from there. Well, the, the one I built him was welded together. Now I build build them to where they slide together, to where they interlock. Okay. And um, he like I said that, uh, that like bullet manufacturer. He shoots a bunch. Is that like a one-off that you did on that, or is that something that uh, the bullet trap? I'm sorry? The uh, the bullet trap you're talking about, is that like a one-off that you did, or is that something that um, that you have on your website? No, I don't have it on my website, but um, I I have several of them, okay. and, you know, and they work well. I got I've, you. I've sold a couple, but it's just... What's something like that know, run? Around 300 bucks, but That's it will probably bad. have to bump it up. To, to ship it. It's out of AR-500 Oh, okay. Or they just drive to Minnesota and pick it up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If they're in the area. Well, in saying that, you know, a lot of times we have some stuff that it, it does get cut wrong, you know, so we might have the wrong size hole or or the wrong wrong something that, and we put in, we put, we got a, a clearance bin, mm -hmm. you know, so they can get it like a, a quarter of the price. Oh, okay. The bargain bin. I see it right here under sale items. Yeah, and a lot of lot of the bargain stuff don't make it in there because my son he kind of runs the website. I got you. You know he's he's having to work because well, he's anytime got kids anytime you guys want to send me your you know your mess ups or your leftovers, feel free. Okay. <laughs> send it on down to Talking Lead. We'll put it to use, no doubt. So we were talking earlier uh, a little bit about ricochets and. Um, um, with this, with the steel targets. So let's get into our fact to fight the myth. Now it is time for the talking lead fact to fight the myths. And it's going to deal with steel targets and ricochets. But All right. Yep. And so on those ricochets, you know, every competition's different. Or, or people shoot it at steel different. You know, like cowboy shooters, they, they'll stand, they'll have a crowd around them. And they'll stand within five and seven yards and bang in, bang on. What's well, they're shooting lead bullets too, soft lead bullets. Exactly. And they they shoot on it all day long like that. You know, like I said, with spectators standing right there alongside them. Yeah, they just pancake then, when they hit the steel. Yeah. Yeah, they just like a water balloon. But even even like most of your metal jackets, you know, as long as you got a slight angle on there, or even more than a slight angle, say at twenty degrees is is a pretty safe angle. You know, and that's going to drive everything to the ground. When it hits, it's going down. Mm -hmm. You know, and that's that's why it's a good idea always to wear safety glasses because you can still catch something. You know, if if there's a if your steel distorts in any way, you know, say if you pop, if it gets pocked somehow, or if it was pocked before you put it up, you know, you, a frag might catch that and come back towards you. You know that there again, safety glasses. Mm -hmm. But as far as ricochet, you know, then then we get into the rifles. I, I think you'll stand, uh, you, you'll damage your steel before you'd get anything blowed back at you you know you you want to have a good swing and an angle you know so you know with a rifle as long as you got it like it on a pendulum or you know to where it's swinging mm -hmm. where it'll take the shock and help dump the load you know because it, it, it's going to swing back and it's and that then it's going to create an angle towards the ground right and that'll help drive it into the ground yeah you know so for the stationary ones you recommend about a 20 degree towards the ground right 20 degree or you know like what we put on our statics, we, we put a spring on the top, you know, so the, the target's facing you, but when you hit it, you know, it, it, it angles it down and it's going to the ground. Right, right. Okay. 
Well, that's interesting. And, uh, and of course, you could always use the uh, frangible ammo. Right. And that'd make it a lot safer. Yeah. But always wear those safety specs. I was shooting, I don't know how many, the last, uh, probably the last five shooting events that I've been to, uh, somebody has gotten hit with ricochet, uh, either in the leg or the arm. I think one guy got hit in the head. And, uh, I mean, they did some pretty substantial damage, you know, with, with the ricochets too. So. Right. And, you know, if you shoot steel, you're going to, you're going to, it sounds crazy, but you, you're going to catch something once in a great while, you know, not, not very often, but you know, you're, yeah. you, you'll feel it, if, especially if that hot lead or piece of hot, piece of hot copper hits you in the ear, it, it'll sizzle, gets in your hair. Yeah. Yeah. Break the skin. I think Casey got, right. got, uh, one. When we were at the, uh, I don't know if it was the Mission 22 one or which one it was, but I think he took one in the shin or something like that. But um, always wear the proper clothing, definitely. Right. And it, it, everything's got to be angled fairly decent. You know, that's like knockover targets. We, we make them. And, but you want to have that knockover target on the leading edge of your, of your plate and angled back a little bit. Because mm-hmm. even that little bit, even though you're blowing it off the post, even that little bit is... um. Could, could catch frags and throw back towards you, that, that front of that lip. Yeah. And even then, I mean, it depends on what angle you're coming at the target from, too, on the ricochets. I mean, it may not ricochet back to you, could it ricochet somewhere else? You know, so right. You got to be splatter. Got to be careful on the angle that you're shooting from as well. And that, that's a lot of that's the setup on, on, on that stage. You know, it, a good director will have it set up where it's going to reduce a lot of that. Right. Yeah, exactly. Because I've, I've been. All the big shoot down there in Texas. I mean, we had bullets whizzing over our head, but you know, they're, they're, and it goes to, it's, it's how you set it up. You know, you do, I mean, that, that was a real nice, uh, range, you know, they, but he had, there was courses behind courses and you, that you got to set your targets up close enough to your berm to where if you do get a low hit, it, it's not going over your berm. Yeah. You know, set it up there where your berm's going to catch it. That reminds me of that, uh, Every time I hear Ricochet, that YouTube video, I'm sure most people have seen it. Uh, the guy shooting the 50 cal, uh, he's like down in a uh, some kind of pit or something like that. But yeah. it's like a thousand yard shot, and it ricochets back and <laughs> knocks his ear pro off. <laughs> it was it was funny. People say that. Um, so, some words I've seen where it said it was a thousand thousand yard shot. Well, you know. <laughs> I bet he did, he wasn't shooting fifty or fifty or hundred yards as quick as that thing got back and slapped him. Oh, it came back quick. I mean, it's like you, yeah, you heard yeah. it hit, and then just a few seconds later, you see him get knocked down. And you're like, "What the heck?" <laughs> he got he got hit with the ricochet. Yeah, he was lucky. Yeah, he was. He was. All right, that was a good fact to fight the myth. Thank you for that, bud. Yep, you're welcome. So make sure you guys check out X Steel Targets. Check them out at xsteeltargets.com. X Steel Targets. They're on Facebook under X Steel Targets, and uh, of course on uh, all of our posts on uh, on uh, Talking Lead's Facebook page, our Instagram, uh, and then Casey Griggs. He's always tagging them uh, on there as well. And uh, we've got those videos coming out that I was telling you about. Uh, hopefully, uh, we'll get some of those new targets too. I want to try out that double Texas star. That's going to be interesting, man. <laughs> I like the sound of oh, it. Yeah. I definitely like the sound of it. So, uh, once, uh, we get that in our possession, we'll do some videos, uh, with that also. So, yeah, be a blast. so we're going to give our listeners an opportunity to win one of your targets. And we're going to do that right now. So now it is time for our trivia question, and uh, Bud is going to put up. What are you putting up for the lucky winner of this trivia question, Bud? What are they going to get? I'll put up a, an easy target. It's one. It's our modular target that slides together, and you you can shoot it with any caliber you want, providing the distance is correct. You know, at the right distance. Awesome. There you go, guys. So you get one of X Steel targets, easy targets. And this is only for people within the continental United States. So if you're out of the country, 
or your do you ship to Hawaii and Alaska? Yep, we ship to Hawaii, Alaska, and Puerto Rico. Okay, so are those people eligible <laughs> for for this prize? Yes, that's that's up to you. So. Yep, no, that that's fine. All right, we, we ship we, fact, we ship a lot to Alaska. Okay, very cool. All right, so here's what you guys got to do: you got to go to their Instagram page, and it's X Steel underscore Targets um, is their Instagram page. You got to follow them there, okay? And they have a video posted. Uh, Bud was talking about their new target, the double Texas star that they have. There's a video that they have of that on there. You're going to have to tell us how many targets were hit in this video and how many shots were fired. Okay. Then you're going to go to their Facebook page, Xtil Targets Facebook page, where Bud is going to have this episode posted on his Facebook page. And then you guys are going to post your answers there. And obviously you're going to subscribe to their Facebook page also. Uh, you're going to like the post, uh, and then you got to say Leadhead was here, and give us a suggestion for the name of what they should call their double Texas star, some kind of cool name. I'm not saying that they're going to call it that, but uh, you never know. You may get picked, and that might be what they uh, they call their, their double Texas star. So there it is, Leadheads. There's your trivia question for the week. And just so you know, the Strike Industries trivia question, no one has got the correct answer on that yet so i'll talk with the guys at strike industries and see if they want to extend it or not but this has gone on for probably the past four episodes and we haven't got a correct answer on it yet it wasn't that hard i didn't think but uh apparently it was so i apologize about that leadheads don't get mad at me chris came up with the (laughs) with the trivia question so um i'll see if they uh might come back on and maybe we'll do a different trivia question with them. Um, but, but we'll see. Bud, thank you so much for putting that up. Uh, I know there's going to be a lot of participation in that. It's going to, going to be some leadheads wanting that X steel target. I hope they enjoy it. You got to, uh, you got to give me one of those shirts, man. You got to rock a X steel target shirt. You don't have one yet? No, I don't. What about ball cap? You want I, one of them too? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, we can fix I'll send you guys them. some, uh, talking lead t-shirts. Okay. You can rock the talking lead shirts. Anything else we need to cover? You guys got any events coming up? Uh, we may, go, may end up going to that uh, Red Rock, you know. Okay. The, if you think, I reckon it. Think it. Yeah, I think it would definitely be worth your while. Yeah. You know, I, I feel confident enough. You know, we, we've had our targets. I mean, that, that that Jeff Chase shoot down there, that Chris Kyle benefit. Mm-hmm. I mean, we there was top shooters, you know, like uh, Jerry Mikulik, um uh, Gabby, but there was over 250 shooters went through there that weekend, and, and our targets never failed. Yeah, you know we we've 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 put them to the test. You know, you know, like on our reactives and stuff like that. And we and we built targets for that guy down there too, for that yeah. Jeff Chase. I need to get you hooked up with um with VFOB Veterans Family of Brands. Yep, and uh, that would be another good company for you guys. Uh, well, it's not a it's an organization. Um, what they are is they're an organization that brings like-minded companies together and like-minded being that they support, uh, our veterans, our military. So either they're veteran owned, uh, or they strongly support our military and our veterans by employing veterans or by donating and taking part in, uh, charitable organizations, you know, things like that. So what they do is, you know, it's kind of the concept is, You know, what if every dollar that you spent went to supporting our veterans, whether you're buying toothpaste or you're buying guns or bullets or a comb or, you know, whatever it may be, a mattress. Um, Their idea is to bring all these companies together to one spot to where people can go and buy those products, knowing that their dollars are going to help and support our veterans. That's kind of the whole concept in in a nutshell. But um, great. I'd like to get you uh, in touch with Casey Betzold, who I was telling you about before. So I think that would be a, a good organization for you guys to be a part of as well. Right. Is this your son that I see on Instagram? Has he got a beard, dark beard? No, no. he's uh, he, he may have had a beard for a short time, but he's kind of a tall kid. Okay. This is a gallery of guns picture with a dude and a chick here. Don't forget to tune in tonight. All new episode of Gallery Guns TV, Sportsman Channel. Da, 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 da. Okay. That may be the sports or the uh, gu- Gallery Guns people. 
Not sure. Yeah, well, he's he's about six six somewhere in there. Oh, pretty healthy. Good yeah. lord. <laughs> it took him a little while to get any meat on his bones. I tried whipping it on him though as he's growing up, but he's about twenty seven or twenty eight now. So he's starting to fill out. Okay, still young, young whippersnapper. Yeah. So you don't have any other events or anything like that coming up, or like gun shows or anything like that. Uh, we'll probably end up skipping that first gun show. We'll have a Fairbolt gun show. It'll be, I can't recall the date. It's in November. And then we got, I know the, the gun show in Minneapolis at the state fairgrounds is, uh, the 29th, okay. 29th and 30th. Okay. Might even be a 30th and 31st. It's that weekend there. Gotcha. Okay. All right, guys, another great show. Uh, like to thank our guest bud and and Lori couldn't join us the whole time but she was there part of the time with x steel targets and uh, guys make sure you take part in that trivia question i'm uh, gonna win an awesome is it called an easy target an easy target yes sir an easy target so uh take part in that I'd like to go ahead and thank all of our sponsors I'd like to thank nordic components make sure you check them out at nordiccomp.com cobalt kinetics cobaltkinetics.com of course X Steel Targets. X Steel Targets. XSteelTargets.com. Multicam. Multicampattern.com. And of course, can't forget Frontier Tactical. Good old Nate. Check them out at FrontierTactical.com. And Glock, the official carry of Lefty at Talking Lead. And you guys know how to find Glock. <laughs> They're not hard to find. And, of course, uh, our vehicle sponsors, we've got Aculus Defense uh, on top of all those guys. And we've got the Clay Greenfield, uh, Clay Greenfield Motorsports. Don't know if he's got any races coming up or not. I'll have to check with him. We need to get Clay on and get an update on how his racing season has been going. Uh, so I'll schedule him on, get you guys updated with, with Clay Greenfield. And uh, make sure you guys go answer Mission 22. 22 veterans a day commit suicide, and that is a that is a low estimate. We have since found out that that number is a lot higher, and that it doesn't include our first responders, our law enforcement uh, personnel either. So, uh, Mission 22 is uh, just creating the awareness and uh, making people know that uh, that is a problem in our society, and we need to eliminate that number. Sheepdog Impact Assistance. Check them out at sheepdogimpactassistance.org. They have been busy with the uh, Louisiana floods, with the disaster recovery down there. Uh, if you guys want to ever take part uh, with some of those disaster recovery missions that they put together, uh, just get in touch with Sergeant Major Lance Nutt over at sheepdogimpactassistance.org, and um, he will definitely let you know how you guys can help out in any way. Bud, again, thank you so much for taking the time to be on um, looking forward to shooting that double Texas star. It's, it looks crazy as all get out, but it'll be fun. All right, guys, uh, we will be back next week. Uh, hopefully I can get that um, uh, Night Stalkers Association show edited in here uh, between shows. But I uh, got some good content coming up. We got the uh, Iraq Vet 888 uh, YouTube shoot coming up 1st of October and then right after that we got the Big 3 East event uh, down in Daytona that we're going to be covering. So I'm going to have a busy October uh, and then all the way up to, uh, to SHOT Show. Uh, I've got several things in the works. So you guys stay tuned and as always Leadheads keep your loved ones close and keep your firearms closer and keep your AR-500 X-Steel targets a little bit closer. There you go. Or if you're not shooting frangible ammo, you might want to step back a couple of steps. <laughs> yeah. 